In the land of Israel, there was a shepherd, one Amos of Tekoa. He came before the people with words spiced with the anger of God. He spoke the words of God to the king, to the people, to the false priests. He spoke the word of God to those who would hearken after idols. He came from God, and he spoke of God this way. He who forms the mountains, who creates the winds, and who reveals his thoughts to mankind, who turns dawn to darkness and treads on the heights of the earth, the Lord God Almighty is his name. And Amos exhorted his people Israel to repent and to live. And he called upon them to live the everyday life of the righteous ones. He said to them, Seek good, not evil, that you may live. Then the Lord God Almighty will be with you, just as you say he is. Hate evil, love good, maintain justice in the courts. But his people wouldn't listen to him. What good is a prophet who is a shepherd, they thought to themselves. What does this man know of God that we don't? Yet Amos stood before them and shouted aloud a vision of what was to come. He prophesied to the people thus, The days are coming, declares the Lord, when the reaper will be overtaken by the plowman and the planter by the one treading grapes. New wine will drip from the mountains and flow from all the hills, and I will bring my people Israel back from exile. And the sons of Amaziah, the idol-worshipping priest who had been leading the people astray, struck Amos on the head, and he ventured homeward. He was able to cross the threshold of his hometown Tekoa, and there he collapsed and died. And the word of God, sitting upon the throne of heaven, saw Amos, blessed Amos, and then received Amos home. And he was succeeded by others who would speak of the word of God. Then came one named Micah, who was not a shepherd, but who spoke of one. He said to the people, speaking of that Savior, that good shepherd who was to come, I will surely gather all of you, Jacob. I will surely bring together the remnant of Israel. I will bring them together like sheep in a pen, like a flock in its pasture. The place will throng with people. The one who breaks open the way will go up before them. They will break through the gate and go out. Their king will pass through before them, the Lord at their head. For Micah had locked eyes with the word of God, had seen the glories of the Savior, that good shepherd, and he spoke to the people of his goodness, his character. He told the people, He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And his flock will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth, and he will be our peace. And having troubled the king of his day, Micah was said to have been thrown down from the top of a cliff by one of the sons of that king. And the word of God, sitting upon the throne of heaven, saw Micah, blessed Micah, and then received Micah home. 
and he was succeeded by others who would speak the word of God. Then came one, Isaiah, son of Amos. Like the others, he held out words from the courts of heaven, both reminders of blessings and of curses, and he invited all of the people unto the heart of God. He prophesied unto them, Come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. And he told them of the one, the word, who was to come. And he spoke with confidence of the goodness of that Savior. And he said to the people, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Yet by the orders of the evil king Manasseh, this man was sawn in two and then was buried near a fountain whose fame became attached to his name. This was Siloah, or Siloam, meaning sent, to which the word of God himself would one day send a healed blind man. And that word of God, sitting upon the throne of heaven, saw Isaiah, blessed Isaiah, and then received Isaiah home. And he was succeeded by others who would speak the word of God. And there came a man named Ezekiel, sent to the captive ones of Babylon, and he spoke with great authority of that which he'd seen. For he had been shown the glory of the Lord, and he spoke for him. For this is what the sovereign Lord says, I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so will I look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. I myself will tend my sheep and have them lie down, declares the Sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak. I will shepherd the flock with justice. And the word of God gave him strange sorts of visions, and he saw a valley filled with dry bones, and he spoke the words of God to the people. My people, I am going to open your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and bring you up from them. I will put my spirit in you, and you will live, and I will settle you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken, and I have done it, declares the Lord. And Ezekiel saw a vision of a great temple, and with a heart full of wonder, he spoke these words unto the captives. 
I saw the glory of the God of Israel coming from the east. His voice was like the roar of rushing waters, and the land was radiant with his glory. And I fell face down. The glory of the Lord entered the temple through the gate facing east. Then the Spirit lifted me up and brought me into the inner court, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. And yet in due time, despite his wondrous words proclaiming the life coming from God, Ezekiel was struck down by his people because of his words. And yet, the word of God, sitting upon the throne of heaven, saw Ezekiel, blessed Ezekiel, and then received Ezekiel home. And he was succeeded by still others who would speak the word of God. Some 600 years later, the word of God himself, a man we know as Jesus of Nazareth, entered the city of Jerusalem from the east. His glory walked with him and he entered into the temple. The spirit of God was upon him, within him, all around him. And he came to bring that spirit unto his people. He came to bring them life, to lift them from their graves, to give his life so that their new lives could be filled by his own spirit. This Jesus was the good shepherd. He came to tend to his flock, to seek and save the strays, to bind up the injured and strengthen the weak. His eyes were ever upon his flock. This was the wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, the prince of peace incarnate. The zeal of this Lord would be the salvation, the making right of the people who he called his children. And he called them all his children. He was the bringer of the new wine, the new way, the righteous will of the father and his father would have his children come home. So, it is the middle of a warm Tuesday afternoon, standing in the courts of Herod's temple, and Jesus, the Word of God, is talking to his people. All those prophets have come and have died to prepare his way. They have each played their part. And now the Word himself stands in the midst of his people. Then he began to talk to the people in parables. A man once planted a vineyard, Jesus said, pointing his hand up toward the hills, fenced it around, dug out the hole for the wine press, and built a watchtower. Then he let it out to some farm workers and went abroad. At the end of the season, he sent a servant to the tenants to receive his share of the vintage. But they got hold of him, knocked him about, and sent him off empty-handed. The owner tried again. He sent another servant to them, but this one they knocked on the head and generally insulted. Once again, he sent them another servant, but him they murdered. He sent many others, and some they beat up, and some they murdered. He had one man left, his own son, 
who was very dear to him. He sent him last of all to those tenants, saying to himself, they will surely respect my own son. But they said to each other, this fellow is the future owner. Come on, let's kill him and the property will be ours. So they got hold of him and murdered him and threw his body out of the vineyard. What do you suppose the owner of the vineyard is going to do? He will come and destroy the men who are working his vineyard and will hand it over to others. Have you never read this scripture? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Then the religious leaders tried to get their hands on him, for they knew perfectly well that he had aimed this parable at them, but they were afraid of the people. So they left him and went away. And the word of God, speaking to the people like a prophet, one sent last of all, the only son, he went further on into the temple to pray. It was the middle of that Tuesday afternoon of the Passover week, and he knew what was to come.